0: what's up everybody welcome to the pick six podcast cbs sports daily nfl podcast i'm will brinson i'm your host it is monday july 25th and it's time for a mailbag that's right in this episode by the way presented by bud light as you can see by the giant sign in my background the giant cooler which you can uh We'll tell you how you can win one of those coolers that you can see. If you're watching on youtube.com slash pick six, you can win one of those coolers. We'll tell you how later in the show. So pay attention. It's behind Ryan Wilson. Also, John Breach wearing a Bud Light shirt, refusing to replace his Bingles helmet, a trash Bingles helmet with Bud Light. <laughs> but we'll forgive you for that one. And uh, me also enjoying a blazing blue raspberry Bud Light Seltzer frozen icicle. I gotta tell you, these things are freaking delicious. <laughs> like you hang out by the pool have a little it's like a it's like a bud light chili willy wilson what do you think
1: i like it you live in north carolina so it's hot there and uh scorching fact, easier same, to I'm pack in
0: my office because it's so hot in here
1: yeah they're easier to pack than, than a 12 pack of beer for example you can take a handful of those put them in your cooler and you're you're good to go by the way breach out uh, the pool.
0: share them with your friends you can all have a, a nice yeah,
1: solo, if, a, if you have nice friends pop. breach uh where i am it's Monday the 26th. I'd match the 26th where you are as well. Brentson once again, is a day behind everybody else.
2: You know what? I'm mailing Brentson a calendar, a Bud Light calendar, because I think this is the third week in a row he's gotten the Monday date <laughs> wrong. It is almost like he lives in another world. I have no idea what's going on. He lost his cell phone. He's, he's just, he is, doesn't know what day of the week it is. But you know what? He has his Bud Light popsicle and sometimes that's all that matters.
0: Sometimes it is all that matters. Um, This episode, of course, presented by Bud Light. Share a Bud Light with us as you listen along. How could you do that without leaving the comfort of your home? Going out of the sweltering heat to get some delicious Bud Light? You go to BudLight.com slash delivery to order your Bud Light. A plethora of options awaits you. That's right. BudLight.com slash delivery. Go get some. Go get some. So, this episode's a mailbag in the feed. We have all the divisions burning training camp questions for every single team, every single division. Make sure and go check those out. Uh, training camp news and notes coming up later this week. Let's get to the mailbag. And we start with a question from L Nation. Brinson, how'd you lose your phone, moron? <laughs> Who's Just- L? Live Nation. I lost my phone at a Weisberg Bandit concert.
1: Oh, I thought it was going to be a question from AKB. <laughs> she, she wasn't real happy about it. I can't believe you've gone this... Well, you haven't gone this long. You have a, you've Well, the gone. pandemic
2: did him a favor in that he couldn't lose his phone because there were no concerts <laughs> to go to.
1: So what do you think sure. for each that Brinson was doing it at a, at a widespread planet concert as a 40 year old that caused him to lose his phone.
2: Oh, you know that thing where you wave your phone like a candle. He was definitely doing that. And then some crazy 25 year old behind him hit his hand. <laughs> it went 17 rows in front of him and we haven't
0: seen it. I think that is what happened. I think somebody knocked it out of my hand. It fell underneath the um, a beverage area because I actually went out to the venue after the sh- the next day. And walked all around it and looked for it. And as it turns out, I was not the only one to lose their phone at that concert. Well, why didn't
2: you take one of the other ones then? It's trade. That's what you do. It's the lost well, and found trade. Everyone does. But that. Then on
0: like Tuesday, right after we got back to Raleigh, I got an alert on my computer. It's like Will Benson's phone is located at the venue. I was like, what? I was like, it's actually there. Somebody found it. Uh the one of the live nation, uh, give her a shout out here. Let's see. Uh, it's McKenzie. I had her name. Uh McKenzie Bass is one of the managers there with uh, with Live Nation. She found my phone. I called her from my office line. She's like, uh, who is this? I was like, who is this? And uh, she's going to mail my phone back to me. So thank oh, you. Oh, I thought not- you were getting
1: a new phone. I got you. That's what I, so she's mailing it to you. I got you. You, you found, you recovered your phone. You're just waiting for it because it's in the, the postal service system. Correct. By the so way, Breach, my- Im- imagine the righteous indignation when when that person knocked Brent's phone out of his hand. I, I guarantee you he turned around, probably had his hands on his hips and was just willing to rip this person, male or female, a new one because he had somehow been inconvenienced uh, in public. I mean, uh,
2: Brinson's lucky I didn't find it because if he called me and told me it was him, I would immediately be tweeting things left and right. Uh, I would be going... Nuts on Brinson's phone. you never and, guessed The basket So that wouldn't work. I mean, I, it's probably one, two, three, four, first of all. So I think <laughs> I just guessed it.
0: Uh <laughs> oh.
1: Philip Rivers, one, two, three, four. Okay. Next question. Oh,
0: yeah. Um, anywho, moving along. Um, do we want to talk about, uh, before we dive into the actual mailbag questions, I was going to do one, like a spoof mailbag question about, uh, skinny big Ben or skinny Ben. Uh, should we save that for training camp news and notes? Well, save for news and notes. When did you lose your phone again? Saturday. Saturday, like
2: nine days ago from today's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: crazy. so Breach. Saturday, he lost his phone. How many times do you think he's tweeted between Saturday <laughs> and now? When we're, when we're <laughs> You don't need a phone to tweet, bro. 10. 14.
0: Oh, <laughs> my God.
1: <laughs> Which is more, it's more than i tweeted probably in the last two months.
2: Brenton... How many tweets this year have you sent out from your computer? Oh, that's a good question. Most of them, really. Yeah. So you, your most of your tweets don't come from your phone. No. Okay. Interesting.
0: I mean, I'm sure it's. I'm sure there's a pretty big percentage to come from. Them. I mean, it's probably seventy thirty. Computer okay. phone. I that's think very- I think
1: Breach is only a, a phone tweeter.
0: No,
2: I'm a computer tweeter. Oh, okay. No. Sure. It's, it's easier to get images and.
1: Yeah, I hate tweeting my phone because my fingers are fat the whole thing. Yeah, they are. All
0: right, that, go yeah, go ahead. i was, get, get bogged down in my fat fingers. Who has fat right, fingers? You or Ben? All right, we'll say Ben for the <laughs> training camp. Well, I mean, although Ben did go, I mean, I just don't understand why the why why everybody's proper. Who's all the right, guy? Let's, let's talk about it. Go ahead. Okay. You know, while we talk about it, I'm going to enjoy a nice ice cold Bud Light Lime as well man Whoa. that sounded
1: just like the, the
2: That was garage. like the sound effect that was mm. that was actually brinson over the can that wasn't the sound effect
0: yeah that Bud was, Light Lime bll the best like, that's a fresh really, beer really good oh and i gotta i gotta tell you we touched on this at the beginning of the nfc east podcast last week but um so what what flavor did i suggest that pink behind you wilson the bud light variety pack there if you'll turn yeah, it about look, it. the blue variety pack there yeah. yeah, what flavor did I suggest in last week's mailbag that the pink one was would be? Let's like see, the apple pink or one. something? I can't remember. I can't read it. I said, oh, what but do we is. think that is? It's probably that. I was wrong. It's grapefruit, and it is grapefruit. Yep. freaking delicious. It That's is a perfect summer pool beer.
1: Grapefruit is the, the red one, and then we have lemonade, we have lime, and then we have I'm drinking orange. the lime right
0: now. Now, bear in mind, those are not seltzers. Those are beers. Take grapefruit flavored beer, Wilson. I'm telling you, take a grapefruit one out and and try it out. You will love it.
1: I was telling Debo that I, that these are all still in the packaging because I have just haven't put them in the fridge yet, which is on me. So I'm going to do that today.
0: Yeah. Well, my um, iced tea seltzers are still here, and then I don't know what happened to the blue box. Maybe it's with your phone. Who's to say? Anywho, let's, and uh, mine aren't behind
2: again. me because they're all in the refrigerator because I'm the only smart one on the podcast.
0: That's true. Uh So Ben, is he skinny? Is he just the same?
1: He's the same. He looks the same every year. Every off season, he talks about working out. Every off season, oh, so you're not
0: buying into this?
1: No, he's the same. Okay. And by the way, it doesn't matter because by October he'll look. He'll have
0: his beard will be out to here. And <laughs> see, that's what I, if, if I were to showing uniform. up to training camp this week. I would trim my beard really short. I'd get a, a baggy shirt, a, a baggy ish shirt. I wouldn't eat for like a day and a half, like for the for the pictures, and then I would get this baggy shirt, baggy shirt with like letters up top that covered up any. He's wearing a compression shirt underneath that probably. Like, oh, don't know. oh good call. He probably is wearing a compression shirt. This either. is the first day of college where you're he girlfriend... also like he's you can see his belly like in that shirt anyway. And like
2: why <laughs> would anyone in Ben's camp leak that he is on a diet stricter than Tom Brady's? Those are the words uh you know, last Who was, week. Who's or, this or, who's or, this guy that two weeks thing. ago? But like Everyone's gonna see him in 10 days. You knew as soon as he showed up at training camp, people are gonna look at him and say there's a zero percent chance that guy's on the TV twelve diet. He's not even on like the T V ninety diet, which is where you can eat 90 tacos in one sitting. I don't know what Ben is on, but it's something crazy. I, I don't think he changed
0: his diet. Much. I think Wilson's right. I don't know. I don't I thought he was like a golf channel guy.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know who he is. He's he's a he's a
0: he's big Ben's biggest media fan though. He's the one who tweeted that sources tell him Big Ben is on a stricter diet than Tom Brady, which is, is just not true. Like it's just it's just not true. Here's if the somebody thing, can prove that to me, I will It doesn't matter. Like
1: it, he's never been like you know, 2004, 2005 he was skinny. Uh 2006 he got in the accident he was obviously skinny after that He almost died. But then after that he started getting chubby. But 2009, uh, Tom Rob no 07, by 09, he looks like he does now. He just has gotten slower because he's old. There's nothing to do with his his belly or his, his having a chubby face at times. It doesn't matter. He's the same guy, so it's fine. But it's like when your girlfriend dumped you second semester of whatever your spring semester and you come back in this in the fall, you spend all summer getting in shape. So you come back, you look good. And the problem is, like two weeks in, you're like, yeah, you know what? I'm going sure to go to a party and do a bunch of keg stands. And then by Halloween, you look like, you know, the fat guy that you always
0: were. Just own it and go with that. Yeah, the, the Big Ben stuff is a little outrageous. So, anyway, any thoughts on Big Ben, Breach?
2: Uh Other than that, I don't think his diet has changed much, and I agree with almost everything with what Ryan said.
0: Okay, let's get moving on the rest of the mailbag then. That would, that would be a little more controversial. I thought Wilson was going to stand up for Big Ben. Johnny, I stand up for him. Uh, what's that?
1: I am
2: standing for him.
0: He's Wilson, you guy. have
2: to stand for something or you'll you fall said for he, he said he's
0: just as fat as he's ever
1: been. I didn't say that. I just said he looks the same.
2: like he lost about 10 pounds, but that's nothing major. When you it's not going to help him a lot. On, yeah, he's still not going to be Lamar Jackson out there on the field. So, you know, it's just not that big of a deal.
1: Here's the thing. Like, Breach is four foot eight and weighs 97 pounds. If he lost 10 pounds, that'd be a big difference than Big Ben going from 260 to 250. Yeah, Big ben, they're trying to say Big Ben lost 35 pounds. Like, no, he didn't. But even Schefter tweeted about it. So even he's, you know, he's yeah, part of the... Trying to get Big Ben's they're
2: pushing this narrative. They're, they're pushing, pushing the hard. narrative.
1: Maybe pushing the hard. plan is to trade Big Ben to Cincinnati for Joe Burrow. Like that, I could get behind. They're trying to convince Cincinnati they need to make that And trade
2: then behind. Ben will eat the Cincinnati chili that the Mets announcer hates and gained <laughs> all his
0: weight back. That was amazing. Gary Cohen absolutely murdered it was Cincinnati not He's not wrong. It's terrible. Was that recent? His his rant? It was like two days ago. They're oh, okay. He's like It's ridiculous. He's like, why it would anybody eat this? Look at this. Oh, you're dumping onions? Oh, good. A good, a huge pile of cheese. Great. That's what this needs on top of this chili meat sauce covered, like spaghetti covered in chili, meat sauce, and onions. Oh, a big pile of cheese. Great. Who would eat this? Yeah, he's not
2: gonna five way because he's never had a five way. Boom. <laughs> what? That's what they're called.
1: That's what he was describing. Oh, gotcha.
0: Right. All right. <laughs> This is from a time for the uh, mailbag from Johnny. This is, I don't know what happened for the last 12 minutes. This is Johnny W 12 from great Britain via Apple podcast. By the way, if you want to leave us a podcast question, you may do so with a five-star review on Apple podcast. Even if you don't want to leave us a question, we appreciate any and all reviews. They help us plus hit subscribe and the like button on the YouTube channel as well. Johnny W12 says, listen daily. Great podcast. Perfect balance between banner football and gambling info. For the mailbag, one major issue I can't get over is the sloppy maths.
1: <laughs> oh, I listen love it. When, so where's he from? Because he said math plural, which I love. Great Britain. Oh, nice. I love sloppy it.
0: Sloppy maths. Love Makes it. sense. Okay, Wilson ahead, is at 5% Aaron Rodgers plays for the Packers and 3% he plays for the Broncos. Please provide a full breakdown of where the hell this man is playing that adds up. <laughs> P.S. I'm har- hammering the Bucks over 11 and a half wins at even money. Johnny yeah. from London. Now, these are to, fair question, Johnny. These are discrete events. So and I'm we not- should point out here that the guy who's saying there's an 8% chance that Aaron Rodgers plays for the 8% combined that he plays for the Packers and the Broncos actually has a master's in something math-related from Carnegie Mellon. Here's the thing: these are discrete events. I'm considering them separately, which I didn't make clear.
1: So, five percent he plays for the Packers. In a different world, there's a three percent chance he plays for the Broncos. But that's right.
0: So, when you said those numbers, it was an alternate timeline situation. I honestly didn't think it through, but now that he's calling <laughs> me out, I got to try to, <laughs> to say <face. laughs> i <feel like> getting <laughs> for face.
1: All right, I, all
0: right. They, well, so in your in your alternate day. timeline,
1: in your
2: timeline where there's only a five percent chance he plays for the Packers, where where's the other ninety-five percent go?
0: didn't Los you do Angeles. budgets for like the government yeah i worked for the white house budget office for a time <laughs> that, that uh, all makes
2: sense now it all adds up well here, here that's yeah, why we're matter. a trillion dollars in debt because well, <laughs> wilson had a job in the white house Budget okay, yeah.
1: Office. you're not wrong about that and number two and full disclosure and i said this all the time i wasn't great at my job so my only end at my job was to be extremely nice to people and that's a lesson <laughs> for everybody if you suck at your job don't be a jerk just be nice right. to people that's and they true. like me yeah Now, if something serious had to to take place, guess who they didn't call first? Like, if there's an emergency, all
0: right, Ryan, you stay there. (laughs) Everyone else, come do this. Uh, Yeah, so 5%. Wilson, what's the chance you can balance his budget? 5%, 3%, to say. I got to go to lunch.
1: Um, Yeah, so 5% Green Bay, 95% he's in the city of Los Angeles with his soon-to-be wife. Those are the two alternatives.
0: And the other, you you know. 5% chance he plays. Yeah. And then a two percent chance that he gets traded. That's no, really I, said, I said.
1: Well, I said, yeah. So right. So let's do the. Let's let's continue to correct me so I can get this right. So three five uh, percent.
0: You Green feel ninety five percent sure he is not playing football in twenty twenty
1: one? Let's say ninety two. I'll give the other three percent to Denver. So five percent. Green Okay. Two percent. Okay. Um, two percent, three percent Green Bay, and then ninety two percent in Los Angeles, becoming a, a producer or an actor, or whatever it is he wants to do. Uh, well, you know, what's interesting is that Shay- but that we- is that is a fair shout out by Johnny. So thank you for for calling. calling that's him. a good call.
2: I'm glad he called you out because that's the math was nonsense. We all we all knew it. <laughs> we didn't want to call you out. So we let Johnny from London do it. Thank uh, you. My favorite
0: thing Johnny is me that- from London.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Shailene Woodley, who is Aaron Rodgers fiance, she has not tweeted about football. She sends out like two tweets a year. And she retweeted uh, something that Stephen A. Smith said about the whole Aaron Rodgers situation. So, this is like her now injecting herself into the situation because, you know, she doesn't talk about football. And basically, uh, Stephen A. was talking about how just Aaron Rodgers feels completely disrespected. The team has treated him, treated him like trash and he wants out, and then money's not going to change that. And so, and then so it's just interesting to see that she tweeted, retweeted that because. There's literally no football. She's only mm. tweeted like 600 times. Anyway, long story short, it makes me feel like Ryan, maybe your 92% isn't that crazy. If we got Shaolene here now saying there's no way the Packers' thing is going to happen. So either Green Bay is going to trade him or he is going to sit out. She
0: doesn't tweet much. No. That's so, what he's in saying, fact,
1: yeah. it, oh my goodness. Here are her most recent tweets. She has tweeted less than Brinson has without a phone over the last two weeks.
0: <laughs> She's tweeted less in the her. I'm going to run through her one, two, three, four, five most recent tweets, four of which are retweets, which not really a tweet. The Stephen a. Stephen a. Smith, I don't really get what all these folks out here saying continue to act like they don't get what Aaron Rodgers is trying to say. It's simple. She retweeted that on July 20th. Prior to that, June 30th, she tweeted something about doing a, um, uh, a live stream. Said, come jo- doing this right now. Come join us. Before that, she on April seventh she retweeted Mark Ruffalo, nice Ruffalo, Ruffalo,
1: Mark Ruffalo, Ruffalo, Ruffalo,
0: Ruffalo, Ruffalo. Um, in something political. Then before that, she retweeted Cody a, Two Bears. Ruffalo's about, a big, big anti-fracking guy. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Cody Two Bears did something about uh, North Dakota's <laughs> two billion, two hundred billion dollar bailout. And prior to that, she retweeted Cody Two Bears. On November 7th, 2020. Well, I was going to say, Brinson, to
2: to simplify it, she has only retweeted three things this entire year, and one of them is this Stephen A. Smith calling out the Packers.
1: So what do you guys think about the theory that I think Florio floated on a radio uh, spot last week, uh, that the 26th today – is the shareholders meeting for the Packers and that Aaron Rodgers just waiting for Mark Murphy, the president, to have to get yelled at by all the Packers fans. And then he'll show up. He'll come moonwalking into the building on the 27th.
0: I still think he's playing chicken with this Jordan Love thing. And I, think yeah, the, but, I think the Packers are too.
1: I think he if he's playing chicken, he's driving a Mack truck and the Packers are on a bicycle.
0: <laughs> That's what it feels <laughs>
1: like because he has all the leverage.
0: Some people think the Packers have all the leverage.
1: Why he doesn't? He feels like someone who doesn't have to play football anymore. He's not Sean Watson. That he's twenty five years old. He's thirty seven, well, thirty eight. The thing now.
2: is, like, they, they both have all the leverage, which is doesn't even seem possible because only one person can have all the. Le- this is Ryan math working here. <laughs> they both have a hundred percent of the leverage, and that is because Aaron Rodgers can just say, "Screw it, I don't want to play for you guys," and leave the Packers shorthanded. The Packers are like, all right, we sit. If you sit out, we save a bunch of money, and we already have a quarterback, so we just drafted them. But uh, here, so here's why the
1: Packers don't have as much leverage. They're going to win 13 games with Aaron Rodgers. They could win three games with Jordan Love. And yeah. what if they win 13 games with Jordan Love? Yeah, what if the the, 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 Bengals, the Bengals go undefeated? I mean, it could happen. They might. But, it, but in, the likelihood is that it doesn't happen.
2: Even I know that as someone who
1: doesn't know anything about math.
2: Wins over Wilson has the Bengals 100% going undefeated.
1: <laughs> and their
0: Johnny is why I don't know anything about Right. Yeah. <laughs> wins over Wilson is our is our, our math principle that we operate on. More, more like wins over WTF. We have found just, a flaw just...
2: in the wins over Wilson system.
0: The, the one thing for me with Rodgers is and this is what we don't know. So, I mean, the Packers give him the best chance to win a Super Bowl this year. They're twenty six and six the last two seasons. They've been a back to back NFC championship games. He's developed a really good rapport with his coach Matt LaFleur, which has he? Yeah, I think they're I think they're boys. Hmm. Okay. outside of the field goal at the end of the, you know, probably- I mean,
2: that's, that's a big one. And then he uh, <laughs> laughed about it on jeopardy when a contestant made fun of it. And yeah, then- I just,
0: I mean, I think we're every, every step of the way with this Lafleur thing, people have been trying to inject drama into that relationship. And I feel like it's better off than, than people are giving me credit for. I, I think like he's mad at Mark Murphy. I feel like Rangers. it was until the field goal thing. Okay. Maybe There's- maybe he's still mad about, it. maybe he's just sick of the whole thing. Denver
1: doesn't give him a better chance. I know they're in the chiefs division, but I think Bay have-
0: has a better chance.
1: You're going to play the chiefs either way. And maybe you have a chance to beat him if you play him three times a year instead of once. I don't know.
0: That seems like also bad math.
1: Well, Bill Belichick, you never beat him three times in a year. You can beat him once, not three. What does that? I don't. You're playing the Chiefs twice if you're in the division, and then you have to play them again. To play so by
0: playing right? the Chiefs more, you feel like your chances to win increase? Yeah, they do. That's that's math. <laughs> Johnny it's... from England is going to have to leave another review. <laughs> <laughs> inquiring about your fuzzy math here. Uh anyway, I still think he's playing. I still think he comes back. I will what do I say? 65% he does play.
1: By the way, just so we're clear. So okay,
0: if he uh 5% he plays, 65% he plays for the Packers. Okay, that's too high. 5% he plays for the Broncos. 30% he leaves football forever.
1: Ooh. And just so we're clear, if you're a 10% free throw shooter, would you rather have one attempt or 10 attempts? I know where you're going with that,
2: but why? What's
1: that, that, comp- that's why you want to play the, the Chiefs more than than less? That's my point to if you play. Oh,
2: okay, chance, I get it. I get it, Wilson.
1: look at Brett's making the, the dumb that face. Doesn't,
0: no, that's you're creating all well, I get it. I get it. Thank you, Breach. So you're saying that but you're saying that the Packers would want to play the Chiefs more? No, no DeBron- Aaron
2: Rodgers would want to play instead of, remember, of getting DeBronco. maybe one shot in the Super Bowl. If you were the Broncos, you might play them three times, twice in the regular season, once in the playoffs. You have a better – it's hard to beat a
1: team three times. That's what I said initially, and he looked at me, he's still making that same face. <laughs> that's
0: I feel like that's a, a misnomer, one. Two – You don't know. You're a misnomer. Your path to the Super Bowl is a lot easier in Green Bay than it is in Denver. I don't disagree
1: with that, but my only – Counter argument is that maybe you feel better playing them more often, more comfortable. But if the their path
2: point. is easier, they have, they've never gotten there like in the past two Ooh. years. So,
0: like, it's Ouch. not easier. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you put the Packers, do you think the Packers would have done better the last two years if you put them in the Chiefs division? We'll
1: no. will never know. Unless Aaron Rodgers plays for Denver, then we'll know.
0: Well, maybe we Aaron Rodgers should get traded to the Broncos and request 17 games against the Chiefs. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't go that far.
2: See, the thing is, like, what if he got shipped off to uh, the Dolphins, I think, would be interesting, too, because I think they have a pretty solid team. They're not in Aaron Rodgers' division, or they're not in Patrick Mahomes' division. And all of a sudden, Dolphins become the favorite in the AFC East.
1: It's interesting. interesting, Let's see, Rodgers does not have a no-trade clause. I just looked at it real quick. So
0: Yeah, they can... So, but it's interesting. You mentioned that oh, you're saying that it could be like, we're trading you to the CFL and to De- Detroit, for example. Right. They trade turn to Detroit for a bag of peanuts and there's nothing Rogers could do,
1: but there's been our buddy, Adam Beasley, who now writes for pro football network uh, and cover the, the dolphins forever for the Miami Herald floated the idea that they, the, the dolphins might be interested to Sean in Watson as well. Um, sure. Deshaun, the uh, Denver has been a landing spot. Uh, Debo's Philadelphia Eagles and, Hort mentioned that the Panthers were interested. I was to say, I, I, didn't, I hadn't heard him
0: mention that, but I was going to say the Panthers would still be in on Deshaun Watson. Oh, they would and still be the in. The Eagles,
2: okay. Eagles, Panthers, Broncos, Dolphins. Right. It was in the newsletter. Yeah.
0: Like, if, if Deshaun Watson becomes available again or becomes available, uh, David Tepper will be involved in it.
1: If you're in the Dolphins, would you rather have Deshaun or Aaron Rodgers? Whoever's cheaper. Yeah. I mean,
2: Deshaun's got. Oh, if, if he. I, mean, has, I think
1: Deshaun. is not is
2: suspended and there's some sort of a. settlement with his legal issues, then he's got a longer future. But uh, if I have no idea what's going on with Sean Watson, I am I want Aaron Rodgers. All right.
1: I, I would ask Debo, but he's on another call quickly, and that's probably why we've been lingering on this one topic for 25 minutes. <laughs> <He hasn't laughs> uh,
0: no, no, no. This is an interesting topic. Um, I, I here's, a, here's, a, here's my Bud well, Light. Well, let me ask you this. Here's my Bud Light ice cold take. Huh? My, my ice cold take presented by Bud Light. The Dolphins would rather have Aaron Rodgers than Deshaun Watson. Even though Deshaun Watson is still not even in his athletic prime yet, Aaron Rodgers gives you a chance to win a Super Bowl right now. And if he gets traded and he goes somewhere like Miami, he is going to bring the vengeance of a thousand flaming suns. And tear down everything around him, and look for nothing but Green Bay. Like he, like you thought he was petty about the Jordan Love thing. What if the the Packers ditch him and send him somewhere else? He will go ham for the entire season and point in the direction of Green Bay and Jordan Love, floundering around in last place in the division as he does it. Which is why the Packers won't trade him. That's my high school take. Presented by Bud Light.
1: Yeah, actually, that's one of the more reasonable high school takes. I don't disagree with well,
0: well, Let me
2: ask you guys this. And and this is kind of Wilson, what you were alluding to with the Packers. He doesn't have no trade costs. The Packers could technically send him anywhere. What's the worst they could do to him? And and, and I'm not saying trade him to the Jets. The Jets are horrible. Trade him to a team that would actually pull off a deal. The Jets would not even call the Packers because they have Zach Wilson. So a team that would actually be interested, what's the worst the Packers could do to him? I I don't think there's like a rock bottom situation here because they wouldn't trade him to Detroit. They wouldn't trade him to the Jets. They're not going to trade him to Jacksonville.
1: What about uh, what about Houston, Deshaun for Aaron Rodgers? Okay,
2: Houston that might be the, <laughs> <that's> the answer. <laughs> I think a,
1: Houston
0: is is a dog doo doo of a a dog that of a situation would be an right insane now. trade. So I think you you can rule out the entire NFC West. Don't you have to rule out the entire NFC North? You can't trade them. even Detroit. I think NFC is probably off the table. Ooh, Eagle, would what about the, what about be the, the- rock bottom? I feel like the Eagles,
2: well, that's where I was going to go, but Debo's not on anymore. I, I do think... Debo's the, listening now. But with the Eagles, I feel like the Eagles are the worst team that would be interested in Rodgers.
1: Disrespectful.
2: This is not the worst team in the NFL, just the worst team that he... His worst landing
0: spot. <laughs> the problem with the Texans is you can't look at the Texans roster and say, oh, yeah, we definitely would rather have Aaron Rodgers than two first-round picks. Here's what you do if you're a Texans fans and you might like having Aaron
1: Rodgers on your team. Go re the 2020 season. That's what 2021 is going to look like. It's going to be the exact same thing. A lot of Aaron Rodgers running for his life, pretending to be Deshaun Watson, and a lot of losses because the defense still stinks. Who is who's going to catch all the passes? What about the Raiders? Ooh, yeah, I think they were.
0: They I would were say Raiders, Eagles, and if you are Aaron
2: Rodgers. Would you rather play for the Raiders or
1: the Broncos? Broncos. I think the Broncos, but Broncos defense I, are a lot better. Also, like but Gruden and Aaron Rodgers could be really good. I was just going to say the opposite. I feel like two strong-willed <laughs> people in the two most important positions probably would be oil and water.
0: Because uh, Falcons wouldn't trade for him. The Panthers might be rock- Panthers might be bottom of the barrel too. So. Why was?
1: Would- well, the Falcons don't have any salary cap. They don't have nothing. They they and they have a new coach and new head um, GM. So maybe they they would be more cautious about that. But in a perfect world, I think the, the Falcons would absolutely consider it. Okay.
0: Summer is here. That means only one thing: it's time to stock the coolers and start counting down the days until we can enjoy an ice cold Bud Light in an NFL stadium again. By our count, only forty-four days are left until we can hear a beer vendor yelling, "Bud Light! I get your ice. I'm not doing a very good beer vendor today. Get your uh, get your ice cold Bud Light, right, Challenge. Bud Light. <laughs> there you go. That sounded like um like a London Palace guard yelling about Bud Light.
2: They they drink Bud Light in London. Of course,
0: they do because it's delicious to help you take summer by the coolers and get ready to tailgate Bud Light's giving away coolers every day all summer long. That's right. You can get a free you can win, be eligible, get a chance to get a free cooler. And all you have to do is go to BudLightLegends.com. Throw away that dusty icebox you have in the back of your garage and tailgate style this fall. And all you have to do for that chance to win is go to BudLightLegends.com and sign up. You will be entered for one of these coolers. You can see it over mm-hmm. Ryan Wilson's right shoulder. It is an awesome cooler. It is a big cooler. It holds a ton of Bud Light to share with your friends. At it your is bear-proof. It's bear-proof. John Breach is, uh, is pointing to the cooler. I was like, what is he doing? You can see this on <laughs> YouTube.com slash pick six. Uh, it will keep ice cold for a week, and bears cannot get into it. Actually, I did say, I don't bears know. bears your
1: Bud Light, baby. I don't know if you said this, but my wife was looking, doing some research on it because she was so impressed with it. You can put ice in here. Put your... Put light beverages in here. Nine days, it will keep it cold. That's what I'm saying. Nine. Just yeah. like, um, what's your face from Paris Bueller?
0: Nine? Nine times. Nine. Um, and I got to tell you, I'm taking this bad boy to my first tailgate. Thursday night at the Cotta-Finley. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, how close cool it is. It's ACC. As we're recording this, it's not happening when you're listening to it on Monday, but as we're recording this, ACC Media Days is underway Watching Dabo Sweeney talk about how, how everything's great. Just love it, you know. And uh, old Dave Doran's getting excited for the season as well. Devin Leary appearing. And there's nothing I love more than standing in the, like standing in the parking lot at Carter-Finley Stadium. Going to have that, the, the bed of the truck pulled down. Have that big Bud Light cooler up there. And you're going to hear the... Mm. And you'll know that football is back.
1: Yeah, that is a highlight for you because once you go into the stadium, it usually things go sideways in a hurry.
0: I also, one of my favorite. Uh, that's, that's an NC State joke, of course. Um, one of my other favorite things to do uh, during like the fall and football season is. You know, yeah, we work on Sundays. It's a long day, but yeah. You know, Occasionally, you can have a, a beverage to enjoy the football. And there's nothing better than, like, come am up here. You know, my, my wife thinks I'm working really hard. And I'm like, you know what? I have worked hard all day. I deserve this Bud Light. And just, ah, and have a nice, relaxing Bud Light where you watch the afternoon games, you know, after the hectic nature of the 1 p.m. stuff goes on. Oh, man, I can't wait for fall. I tell you, for me,
1: one of the things is when we podcast at midnight, oh. you, have a, you have a little... Bud light there to sort of uh, get you through the next hour and a half.
0: We do ninety minutes from like in the early, right twelve to one thirty a.m. But it's you <laughs> know it, it feels rewarding though. Like you feel like you've gotten to the end of a long day. Exactly. You get off work like
1: you know normal guys get off work. They come home at five p.m. The crack a beer. We get off work at midnight. Crack a beer, <laughs> and then uh, you know.
2: That's how okay. it is. I need to get a mini fridge down here. I know Brinton has one, so I can put some Bud Lights to the mini fridge. Because right now, I have to walk
1: upstairs. Hey, it's, might I suggest something? Use the
0: giant cooler Bud Light sent you. It keeps it cold for nine days. And bears, you have tons of bears in your basement. They can't even eat it.
1: Do you think uh, when Breach stands next to a mini fridge, it looks like a regular refrigerator for him?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I get a oh! discount.
2: <laughs>
1: <No>! <laughs> Why do you have that industrial, industrial-sized refrigerator? No, no, I'm just four foot eight. <laughs> Sir, what's the deal with that seven hundred foot fridge? No,
0: I'm not. Sir, kidding. how
2: did you get that industrial size refrigerator for eighty nine ninety
0: nine? Do you it's, think that it's now, now, I'm meter. wondering if the furniture in breaches background maybe <laughs> like, like this big. it's big. Like, That's it how you know we weird. all get along. It's actually just a poster. It's there's not even anything back there. If we didn't know each other like well, or- Wilson, those are regulation size helmets. that breach has <laughs> not many <mini> helmets. <laughs> that, yeah, that's how you know
1: that we like each other because.
0: Well, yeah, he, he, Kurt, Kurt, so Cody Benjamin was on last week, and um, there it is. It's, it's exactly Look, it's bigger than Breach's head. Cody <laughs> uh, was on, and he goes, "Yeah, he goes, you know, I'm trying to. You know, he's like, he's like, you yeah, know, I'm, I think I'm like, you know." becoming part of the you know part like you know we're all friends he's like but i you know i I can't get to where you'll just ruthlessly rip on me and just keep moving along i was like yeah, you don't you don't really want to be
1: there (laughs) like that's not and plus cody is so nice that you would actually feel bad about it correct like sean sean had a little edge to him so we could make fun of sean even though he was for the most part breach is incredibly nice too but sean was also very nice but by the end we had just beaten him down to where he was like all right forget it yeah, I forget it. I'm going to law school. Yeah, I'm out. He's like, I am leaving so I can uh, study up on how to sue you guys. <laughs> Meanwhile, Debo's <laughs> D- D- dropping notes in our our, sla- our chat. Debo's D- making
0: fun of Breach's height in our chat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe we should have invite people to uh, Slack chat. Debo yeah. is
2: sharing images from the movie Downsizing. <laughs>
0: what is happening all right let's move along mailbag love the pod this from m reeves from the old united states of america love the podcast and last season i discovered you guys waiting for another pod to upload later on a sunday night Uh, Mm. oh i bet I, i bet i know which pod that was okay not only did you upload quick, but all of you have great chemistry together and to talk about all NFL teams, not just a few or the most popular. My mailbag question is, why is Wilson so dismissive of a Jimmy Garoppolo-led 49ers team winning the NFC West and maybe more? It's a great question. One of the biggest mm-hmm. things I hear from Ryan Wilson, this guy's on you, is, is that the Rams are better and that Jimmy just can't do it. It says, take over the 49ers in 2017. Kyle Shanahan has beaten Sean McVay's Rams five out of eight times. And when Jimmy started, the 49ers are 3-0 and 0 versus the Rams. The 49ers retained Trent Williams, added Alex McWallis to retaining the majority of the secondary this offseason, a team that, while didn't make any splashy signings, made signings that will keep the team on an upward trajectory, along with keeping Garoppolo upright as well. Sorry to go to rant, but sometimes the overlooking of what a healthy Garoppolo can accomplish and has accomplished is often overlooked. Just remember the 2019 games versus the Saints, Seahawks, Sunday Night Football, or Packers on Monday Night Football. Thanks. Love the podcast. I appreciate answering this question. As I'm a Niners season ticket holder and light mm-hmm. fan. P.S. The dunk button makes my day. <laughs> oh, oh. I was hoping you were going to
1: play that after he dunked on me with the, the Sean McVay versus Kyle Shanahan stats, but you got around to, to it either way. Look, that's a fair question because I, I do sort of, I don't hate Jimmy Garoppolo, but I, I just, it, it just doesn't do it for me. I love Kyle Shanahan. I love a lot of players on that team. I like Jimmy Garoppolo, but I always put it in terms of, of my team, like if Jimmy Garoppolo were on the Steelers, they would not be good. Uh, that's just the reality of it, I, I think, and they may not be good with with who we talked about earlier. So I mean, you'd
0: rather uh, Jimmy G than Big Ben for twenty twenty one, right?
1: No, oh, okay. I don't think so. I, would you I, breach? What on the Steelers? Which are the Steelers, would you rather Big Ben or Jimmy G this year?
2: Oh, uh, Big Ben.
0: Yeah, I think so. I, Jimmy G, but okay. I don't know. Like I, I, two to I one, think,
1: yeah. So look, can they win the division? Absolutely. Can they be better than the Rams? Sure. I, I think the Matthew Saver thing. And you're more Rams than me, by the way, Brinson.
0: Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I think I'm veering towards the Niners now. I'm right. driving
1: the Rams bandwagon. Well, yeah. kicking, we Saver. just
0: dropped off
2: Brinson uh, <laughs> somewhere in yeah. Fresno between the Bay Area and
0: LA. Yeah, we you know know Derek stomping grounds. What? Do you know what Jimmy G's career record as a starter is? I don't know. Go ahead. QB wins Brinson. What is it? 24 and 8. Okay. Um, but no, I think that's telling for a couple of reasons. One, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is the type of quarterback that you can win with. I don't you think can, Garoppolo how- can, look your feelings on Jimmy Garoppolo. I think are probably similar to Kyle Shanahan's feelings on Jimmy Garoppolo. That's why he drafted Trey Lance. Cause so that's a good Jimmy way to put it. Like, I don't,
1: yeah, I don't hate Jimmy G. I just don't think you can get the most out of Kyle Shanahan's offense with Jimmy Garoppolo. I think and the, the injury things it's, it's, it's annoying. I know he doesn't want to be injured, but. It hasn't been great timing with the, no,
0: that's that's why they have to trade Lance.
2: I can't so, believe we've had two people writing questions, just calling dunk, out wins over Wilson. I mean, all over me, that was our main stat last season. And now it's just falling apart. I, you is, know what though? Go Wilson.
1: July 26th was my second favorite day of the year for my birthday. And now I hate July 26th. Cause I'm just getting dunked on left and right. Go
2: ahead. Uh, I feel horrible because July 26th is, was my second favorite year. Now it's my first. Mm. Cause Ryan hates it. <laughs> uh, it, well I actually agree with Wilson though as crazy as it sounds I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to lead the 49ers to a Super Bowl this year maybe the playoffs because Shanahan Her, had, your take is you don't think Jimmy G is going take like went take them to the Super Bowl okay yeah I, but, I, oh, I think the 49ers are the third best t- the 49ers are the third best team in that division to me and so I do think what I do think the third best team in that division could get to the playoffs so I'm not going to say they're not a playoff team, do you have them so behind I, the Seahawks I have him behind the Seahawks and the Rams. And I know that I uh, our you know our friend said compared Shanahan to the Rams. Hey, Shanahan's five and three, but okay, how is he against everyone else? He's got a 29 and 35 record. If you take out the Rams, he's 24 and 32 against everyone else. So, mm. you know, he's not playing the Rams 17 times, only gets to play them <laughs> twice. So even if he sweeps them, uh, he just hasn't uh, he struggled in the division. You take out the Rams. Well, why would you want
0: to play the Rams 17 times if the Rams... Rich, the I said to, he's
2: not playing the Rams 17 times. Yeah, he, he was. Said, that would
0: be a problem. Rich, well, that would be understand. a
2: problem for the Rams because the 49ers uh, are dominating them.
1: You, you have, have to understand,
0: understand that, that Brinson,
1: Brinson doesn't like teams playing each other more than once. He gets
0: why would you said. want to play the best team 17 times? Why would you want to play a good team 17 times?
2: Jimmy went 3-3 three and three last year in 2020, That and that was 1-2 and two in the division. He lost to Seattle and Arizona. Uh, so it's not like... You know, if he was dominating every team in the division, if Shanahan, the 49ers were, that would be one thing, but they're not. Um, And so, you know, you look at Shanahan's time in San Francisco, and so far the Super Bowl year has been an anomaly. He's had the three bad years, one good year. So until you see that next good year, you know, why would you think this team's automatically going to get back to the Super Bowl? So I think they are going to be good. Automatically going to get back to the Super Bowl. What do we do here? I do think they are going to be good, but I think they are going to finish in third place.
0: In the NFC West, well, first of all, don't point out they lost the Seahawks. He got hurt against the Seahawks. That, why that's was, the, he, other, that's he was the other. Problem. a
2: horrible game. Did you not remember? He was he, he was having a trash game before he got
0: hurt. The injuries are a concern. The injuries are absolutely concerned. He got hurt against the Jets. Remember? You know who Brinson is.
1: Brinson is, is Dabo Swinney talking about NIO. No, he's
2: Jimmy Garoppolo's dad trying to defend Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: Well, he says one thing, and then once you confront him with the
0: facts, he just goes, yeah,
1: okay. <laughs> well, here's home. the thing.
0: The, did, what did the Cam Akers' injury do in y'all's mind to the Rams? Does that, a, I mean, lot, does that not... a lot less than Jimmy
1: Garoppolo's injury did to the 49ers because well, you they, still but, have Matthew Stafford, and you still have uh, the, the Henderson, Daryl Henderson. I
0: mean, they still have Trey Lance who has never played, played
1: an
2: NFL snap in his entire life.
0: Or a Division One snap. And has
2: not played football in over a year.
0: Not worried about it. He's NFL ready. He's got Kyle in <laughs> There you go. Well, then so, uh, you're, you're fine.
2: The the 49ers are going to start someone who, by the time week one rolls around, one of the two both quarterbacks will not have taken a snap in 11 months.
0: No. Jimmy G will start week one, and he'll play as long as he's good, like 2017 Alex Smith. We'll see how good he is. I think he can be good. Jimmy G was a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback in – the one healthy full season he played for Kyle Shanahan. They went 13-3, and completed almost 70, 69% of his passes, 3,978 yards, 27 passing touchdowns, 13 interceptions. So, again, Bre- Breach and I don't hate Jimmy
1: Garoppolo. We're just not sure he's the he's guy a- that you actually agree with. That gets Led you- the
0: NFL in fourth quarter comebacks and had four game-winning drives that year. All right. better on him to win the whole thing, then. You seem to be... Fine. That's it. I'm all in on the 49ers. Out of and the ranks. You're, you're oh, pooing breaches all your
2: bandwagon breach. I'm not, I'm not going down in flames with you. Get off the Rams bat bandwagon. We don't want you anymore.
1: 49ers, what, is your, yours, baby. what is your ranking of how the division will finish then? If you, uh, that phase, 49ers one. There. Oh, Jesus.
0: <laughs> okay. Well,
1: that's not crazy.
2: Why are you <laughs> drinking the 49ers Kool-Aid? I'm going to just dump it over your head. And it's going to stay in your white two, Cardinals
0: three.
2: Oh my God. No, you, Seahawks, beat, you predicted that last year and it blew up in your face. More. I this
0: should have been your, you should have been your cold take. Uh, it would have been a better. Yeah. All right. Do you want, you, want, you think Bud Light wants a bonus take? <laughs> if you want to give it to him, I'm sure they'll take it. All right. Cold take, number ice cold take presented by Bud Light, number two. <laughs> Utah, <laughs> give me two. The 49ers are going to win that division. Jimmy G is going to start 16 games. He's going to be awesome. He's going to make the Pro Bowl. They're going to sweep the Rams. The Seahawks are going to finish in last. And the 49ers are going to take home the Lombardi Trophy after Trey Lance. Oh, actually, you know what? Jimmy G is going to get hurt in week 10. Jeez. Trey Lance is going to come in and play incredible down the stretch. And then in the NFC Championship game against a TBD opponent, Jimmy G will make an appearance and pull off something heroic to get the 49ers to the Super Bowl before Trey Lance leads them to the title over the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Whoa! <laughs> I don't really know why I did the dunk button there, but that high <laughs> school take by presented by Bud Light, part D. Yeah. Okay, Wilson, what, what
2: do you think the final standings will be? I told um,
0: you. Oh, you said yeah, Wilson. Yeah,
1: Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rams, Seahawks, 49ers. Uh, I agree. I'll Cardinals.
2: agree on that.
0: Wow. You guys think the 49ers are the third best team in that division?
1: This is a, a really division.
0: good
1: division. Yeah. I mean, this is Nafs' sleeping the Cardinals,
0: by the way. Yeah, Nobody's we'll sleeping
1: on the Cardinals. I want to see what Cliff Kingsbury has been doing all summer besides looking attractive. Like even the Cardinals are sleeping on themselves. <laughs> Got <Gotcha> you there. <laughs> Breach says things so out of out of left field that you don't you can't even respond. Sure to you're dry, like you're literally
0: speechless, and I'm never speechless. <laughs> Tommy Slayton says the best by far NFL podcast out there. Thanks, Tommy. 100% the best NFL podcast out there. The super friends are the funniest, and the content is always thought provoking, and the arguments nice. well supported. Okay. Oh, boy. Thanks. <laughs> Worried Thanks about time for us, Tommy. Now, a mailbag question. I want to, you know, it'd be funny if somebody came back and, and did something like that and was like, just kidding. Don't yeah. me. Yeah. Now, a mailbag question. I want to ask about some timeshares related to the draft. How do you think the target share between the Dolphins' receivers works out? Is Lynn Bowden even a factor after he showed out last year when Parker and Mike were hurt? Uh, that was, of course, Mike Gusecki and Devontae, my guy, Devontae Parker. And mm-hmm. how much will Kenneth G eat into Miles Sanders' touches? And what kind of timeshare are we looking at in the Jags' backfield? And last and certainly least, <laughs> how does the Bengals? Oh, ho, ho! oh, we missed! oh wow. Doubled up. How does the Bengals' wide receiver situation sort out, or do they all just get 20 targets a game because the Bengals are constantly passing from behind? <laughs> oh, he missed! He missed! Oh, and he may have pulled a hamstring or a muscle, and there is complete elation. Oh,
2: gotcha. That clip never gets old.
1: That is, I mean, that no, might go down. To- uh,
0: let's start with the Miami Dolphins. I think, I think this, I'm presuming that this is fantasy-related. I was confused at first. I thought he was trying to sell us timeshares. I was like, "Wait a second, <laughs> we'd love a timeshare."
1: We're, we're going to be really in Orlando at Disney for two weeks in July, and then what? Okay, go ahead.
0: So for the Dolphins, what we are looking at is at wide receiver incumbent number one, Devonte Parker, Will Fuller, who will miss the first two games or is it one game? What happened? He's from a suspension. His suspension carried over to next year, like a um, substance thing. His PED suspension. PEDs. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay, all right. So Will ahead. Fuller is added, but he will miss. A- think it's the first two weeks, but it could be the first week. Uh, I'll look it up after I finish this. Jalen Waddell, the rookie added, the six overall Ooh, pick uh, in, the, in the first round. Preston Williams, friend of the podcast, Preston Williams. Uh, actually, Jalen Waddle, friend of the podcast as well. And mm-hmm. then Lynn Bowden, Jakeem Grant is there as well. And, of course, Mike Gusecki, the tight end. Um, how How would you guys suggest that the target share works out here?
1: Well, here's the first thing. Tua, you know, we, we got comments about this. People calling me out about me crapping on Tua as well. Tua says his hip feels a thousand times better, so that's good news. So maybe he'll be able to drive the ball down the field, which was a concern Missed the late first game. game.
0: I'm sorry, Will Fuller just missing one game.
1: Okay, so Tua says he's healthier. So hopefully he can, he can drive the ball like he was unable to do last year. And hopefully he looks a lot more like Alabama Tua than he did year one in Miami Tua. So if that's the case, then I think you love the idea of Devontae Parker getting the ball deep. I, I'm not sure about Lynn Bowden, because Lynn Bowden was traded from the Raiders before he ever played a shortly snap, shortly after yeah, the Raiders had the no idea round. what they were doing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> which is a recurring theme with the Raiders. Lynn so, Bowden has more passing completions with the Dolphins than he has snaps with the Raiders. So and the Raiders I Raiders drafted him in the fourth round. And look, maybe he's sort of figured things third
1: out and, and and is ready to focus on football. Third
0: round, I, 80th overall. They traded him for nothing immediately after.
1: They th- it's uh, that reflects more on the Raiders than it does on on Lynn Bowden, in my opinion. Yeah. But Jalen Waddle, I think, is going to be a huge. Uh, another huge deep factor, and that might allow – I mean, they look, they have so much speed, and deep speed, him and Will Fuller. Devontae Parker can, can win deep. Preston Williams can win deep. You have a lot of options, but I feel like if, if I'm ranking the the targets, it's going to be Devontae, Jalen, and then Will Fuller, and perhaps Will Fuller and Jalen Waddle go back and forth once Will Fuller is back in action. But I feel like Jalen's going to be used early and often, and he's better than Henry Ruggs was coming out. So I think he, he'll yes. be a more immediate impact. He's a four-down player. I'm guessing that the special teams doesn't really affect um, your question, but
0: if it does, that's also a way he can contribute and score points. Do you, uh, do you think that the Dolphins pass more or they had 557 passing attempts between Tua and Ryan Fitzpatrick last year? Does Tua over-under 600 passing attempts? I have to do the math on what Tua
1: averaged a game. He's going to throw more. Tua will, but I don't know if he'll throw more than Ryan I, I think it's
2: also going to be more. And it's because who are they going to... You know, they're passing. They have more... Wide receivers, they have more guys to throw to than they do uh, running the ball. I, I just think their passing game, they have more talent with the skilled players at receiver than they yep. do at running back. And I so mean, they have
1: Miles Gaskin, Malcolm Brown, and Patrick Laird are their, their yeah. target running backs. Right, exactly.
2: And you didn't even mention Mike Jasicki, So you, you're talking about all these wide receivers plus a tight end who are all going to get targets. Oh, and, and they drafted
1: Hunter Long as well, who who's a, a really good tight end out of BC. So that's another option that could take away chances from other guys
2: the one thing about bound though is that he kind of had this connection with two at the end of the year and that's kind of what uh our guy who asked the question here was was a little bit alluding to is that you know when parker was out when you had injuries two was thinking gosh who am i gonna throw the ball to and bound ended up averaging seven targets per game over the final five games. And that's a pretty solid number for a guy who was a rookie. Uh, You know, he's a quarterback in college came ended up being receiver. And, you know, I I think they have too many weapons for him to get a bunch of targets, but I I think he'll see two, three or four targets a game. Mm, That's a lot. Especially, you know, you're looking at will floor out that first game as Brinchen was mentioning. So maybe if you're bound, that's where you come in and you try and steal four spot.
0: Maybe. Sorry, I had to uh, plug in my computer. My battery and this computer is terrible. I've requested a new computer multiple times as a refresh, a technological refresh, and I just can't get anybody to approve it.
1: Yeah, I think because people uh, in the
0: tech department don't like you. That's just that's probably life. true. Um, so I-, I would think that over the course of the season, we get 600 passing attempts from Tua. Now. When you, when you look at what their stats were last year, Devontae Parker, 103 targets. It's only 63 receptions. I think we see, I think Gusecki and who had 85 targets, and Devontae Parker will be fairly uh, stagnant in terms of their numbers target-wise.
1: And by the way, if this story ends with Deshaun Watson, then look out. Because that's... For sure. You can add two and a half targets to each person that we're talking about per game.
0: Um, I would guess that that Isaiah Ford and Jakeem Grant targets end up being directed towards Jalen Waddell.
1: Although, I mean, they're more underneath guys, so maybe Jalen's just a go-deep guy.
0: No, I think they're, well, I mean, I would guess that they're going to use Jalen Waddle as sort of a, you know, let like get the ball in space and trying to take off. And I think yeah. they'll definitely use him as a deep threat for sure because that's what he does. But, I, I mean, yeah. I, you know, Mac Collins had 25 targets last year. I and mean, those are, Dang. that's almost, I mean, that's Matt Collins is just a very poor version of Jalen Waddle.
1: Yeah. I mean, he actually, Eagles could have used him.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they drafted him. That's right, man. They're not it's good at drafting players. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, I think, I think you see something in the range of like 80 to 90 targets for Jalen Waddle. Does that seem fair? What did Henry Ruggs get the last? Henry Ruggs is hurt. I think, I think that's probably about right. Um, yeah, that's a lot, but yeah. Move, well, it's not crazy. Moving on to the next one. How much will Kenneth G. Eat into Miles Sanders touches? Zero percent. Kenneth Gainwell. You think so?
2: No, I don't think it's going to be much. I mean, Kenneth. he'll get a couple touches, but I think Miles Sanders proved last year that he can be a workhorse. And, you know, the Eagles kept trying to do this running back by committee, but I think they were at their best when Miles Sanders was in there. So I think they'll try and play Miles Sanders more. I mean he's not going to take every single snap at running back because no one does that anymore. But I do not think miles is going to lose a ton of snaps.
1: Yeah. So Kenneth is, is more of a, a dual threat. Like he, and you're right. I don't, he, he's not gonna be one to care about 20 times a game anyway, but he can help as, uh, as someone catching passes. He's sort of a Brian Westbrook type. If you're trying to think of how he might fit in offensively. So, yeah, I, I think he has a different skill set, and, um, you know, maybe they don't the feel at the same time, but, but I think you're right about that. By the way, um, in 13 games, Henry Ruggs had 43 targets, so substantially less than Jalen Waddle. But that also makes some sense; he's further along. Jalen Waddle is, and
0: by the and way, Henry, our uh, sports line projections have 93 targets for Jalen Waddle, 57 catches, Ooh. so kind of all over it
1: there. 57 me. catches, 93 targets. That's not that's not a, not a lot of accuracy. Uh, well, I think
0: that's on two, basically. Yeah, no, I got that. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, yeah, I figured that one out. Uh, 110 <laughs> targets projected for Devontae Parker at Sportsline. Ooh. 64 catches. Yikes. Ooh. Hey, Tua, come on. And then, right uh, let me look up Gasecki as well, just to see.
1: I mean, I think these are probably fair. Gasecki, I'm guessing 85. What about Bowden? 91. Ooh, that's close. Bowden, I'm going to guess 37.
0: I mean, I'm going to have to, it's going to be hard to find Bowden because I'm going to go through like I'm going to say
1: 65. That's way too many.
2: Are you kidding? Well, 17-game season. Did you say 65 targets for Lynn Bowden for I the whole 30. season?
0: I said 37. Yeah. That feels a little steep, Breach. He, had 37. he had
2: 37 last year in 10 games.
0: Could 57 projected uh, targets. Boom. Dunk look on both me. of you. I'll take that dunk. That's good. Oh! Ho, ho. That's how Breach rolls, by the way. He's not that... that the, under by eight targets. He's like, oh, I'll take that. I'm just barely off. Well, you well, guys a, laughed at me for being yeah, cautiously off.
1: That's the math Breach has to do to make the Bengals go 15 <laughs> and 15. Four and two, is though.
0: projecting more targets for Lynn Bowden than Jacoby Myers. Ooh. I'll take that bet any day of the week.
1: Yeah, I don't know. This to know. be I mean,
2: the new uh, Devontae Parker bet.
1: Yeah, Devontae Parker. Me Sammy and
2: Brinson, Walkins. Sammy Watkins. I'm not Dude, I'm not getting some of these numbers. 57 feels like a lot for Lynn bell uh, He had 37 in 10 games.
1: No, we heard you. Mm, uh, Jakeem Grant sure.
2: projected for 63 targets.
1: Yeah, I think he... And might, also, there's
2: 17 games. Don't
1: forget. I think you want to be underselling Jake, Jakeem Grant's importance. What, yeah, what, how what,
0: what kind of projection are they looking at for Tua attempt-wise here? He's going to throw 3,000 3,
1: passes with his left <laughs> arm and 2,000 passes with his right arm.
2: Oh, we both said 3,000. That was ridiculous.
0: Uh, sports science projecting 610 attempts for Tua.
1: All right. Well, long as you're on those pages, let's see what kind of timeshare we're looking at. In the Jacks' backfield, last and certainly, how does last and certainly least? How do the Bengals' wide receiver situation sort out, or do they just get 20 targets a game because the Bengals are constantly passing by? Um,
0: 202 rushing attempts projected for Miles Sanders. By the way, I think okay. we're pretty spot on about the like without looking at the projections for the uh, for the for the Dolphins. I mean, like fairly in line with what those projections are. Uh,
1: so what was your other one? Your question. So, Breach, where did the, pa- uh, the excuse me the Bengals wide receiver situation look like?
2: Uh, I like what this guy said that they're all going to get 20 targets a game. I mean, you're not going to, you know, Joe Burrow's already got the connection with Jamar Chase, so it's not like there is a rookie learning curve where you're trying to work that chemistry with their quarterback. They already have it. We already know Tyler Boyd's good. We already know T Higgins is good. So,
1: I didn't uh, take. Played well when he pre got hurt.
2: I wouldn't be surprised at all if all of those guys get similar target numbers. You know, I think that you know, it's not going to be exactly the same number, but I, I think they're all going to be pretty high. So maybe 7 to 10
1: per game. Yeah. So, I mean, do you want Joe Burrow throwing the ball more than 35 times a game?
0: Yes. I want him to it's throw simply- si- 60 times per a game. 7 to 10 per person?
1: Breach is drunk. I mean, if you throw the ball, if you're throwing the ball
0: 170 for- targets over for three
1: different dudes. But if you're throwing the ball 45 times a game, you're losing most of those games. I feel like the Bengals will throw 35 to 40 times a game. Seven uh,
0: targets per guy per game would be 120 targets per game. I
1: don't think he meant that much, but I think he you're fine five he to said, seven. He's he's fine with over 35. I would want him throwing no no. Oh, what whoa, I'm saying is whoa. I
2: think there will be at least one of them will be getting seven to ten targets a game. And I think that will be it might not be the same person every game, but they're gonna
0: end up with similar oh, target numbers. I hate to do this to us, Wilson. But here's what the sports line projections have. Yeah, but go ahead. T, uh, H- Tyler Boyd projected for 136 targets, 89 catches, t- 1,010 yards, six touchdowns. That seems right. T Higgins, 120 targets, 75 catches, 1,064 yards, seven touchdowns. Jamar Chase, 112 targets, 69 catches, 1,200 yards. So, so the question up, becomes. How- how- oh, we missed. <laughs> how many <laughs> times, though? Reach again. Does that happen like a
1: lot with. Aaron Rodgers teams, Peyton Manning teams, whatever that you have three guys with seventy plus. Catches. Uh, n- no, that's a lot. Yeah, so I, I mean, the projections, I get it, but how realistic is it? I'm trying to look at last year's.
0: I'm trying stats. to find Burr. They're projecting Burr for 641 passing attempts. So last that's year, a that's
1: a lot. Last year, three receivers on the um, Bengals had more than 100 targets: AJ Green, T Higgins, Tyler Boyd, in reverse order. Oh, you I- so it's it's doable, and you do You did part of that in the last month or so without your your best player in Joe Burrow. So,
0: okay. No, it's but, definitely doable. But the catches I mean,
1: were 47, 67, and 79.
0: Yeah. Well, like, look at the the Cowboys last year. Amari Cooper, 130. CeeDee Lamb, one, 111. Michael Gallup, 105. Now they finished yeah. with 92, 74, and 59 catches. So, what a lot of times will happen, to get those three receivers well over 100 is definitely doable, but you need three good receivers who plays 16 games on a team with a pretty with with a with a bad defense?
2: I would want to lean on Joe Mixon, especially. and that literally describes the Bengals to a T. Yeah,
0: the Bengals the Bengals should be really good for fantasy this year.
2: And and the thing is, you with the 17 game season, you only need to average roughly six targets per game to hit 100 targets, and that's kind of where I was going with. I think you'll see. Yeah,
0: maybe 100 targets is just. It feels bigger, but it's not that big.
2: Yeah. If you get, you know, if, if one of these guys, I think there's going to be a receiver getting seven to 10 targets a game. It's going to switch every week. And if you get 10 targets the next week, you only need three targets to keep on your hundred target pace. Uh, so
0: yeah. Falcons be- are another good example of this, right? Last year, Calvin Ridley, 143 targets, Russell Gage, 109 targets, yeah. Hayden Hurst, 88. He only played, um, well, he played the full season. Then Julio Jones, who didn't play the full season had 68, but would have gotten there. Um, yeah. He was, he was certainly on pace for it. We only played nine
2: games. I'm drafting all Bengals players in my fantasy league this year. I think the
0: Bengals are gonna be very good for fantasy if Joe Burrow plays 16 games. Yes. Princeton, that's a fine the nicest compliment. thing I've ever said to you.
2: Sure, you think they're gonna go six and eleven, but I'll take that compliment.
0: Uh Jags backfield. Oh man, that one's a little weird because everything I mean, do we think that Urban Meyer is a is a determined liar? Who said this stuff about drafted Travis Etienne in the first round? Said all this stuff about making him run wide receiver routes. Actually made him run wide receiver routes in 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 minicamp. Called your bluff. And, and by all account, is just going to use him as sort of a like maybe just use him as a Percy Harvin.
1: That would be idiotic. Uh, I would hope that they would do more than that.
0: We just talked about in, well, Percy Harvin
1: in Florida. Yeah, I get that. We just talked about Philadelphia being able to use more than one running back. You can do that at the nfl level it doesn't yeah. have to be only james robinson that that would would seem to be me to be extremely short-sighted especially given how good travis Etienne was and arguably the best running back coming out of college last year
0: um to not use him in that regard percy harvin in his 2000 his best season his sophomore year was kind of ridiculous 83 rushing attempts not many 764 yards he averaged 9.2 yards per rush for his 9.5 for his career over three seasons and had 59 catches for 858 yards and a total of 10 touchdowns had 17 touchdowns his final year um i think that's what urban meyer wants to make travis etn i i think it's a mistake
1: but i think it's going to be 50 50 in terms of the carries but him and james Robinson. what's the backup plan carlos hyde Uh, Uh,
2: I don't know, because I feel like if you have James Robinson, he's coming off a really good season, you know, obviously went over a thousand yards in only 14 games. I think you're going to start giving him you're going to start the season by giving him uh, uh, more carries. It's not going to be even split. And then you kind of work ETN in there and, and let him get comfortable uh, you know, obviously he's a rookie. So you let him get comfortable in the Jags offense. You let him get comfortable on the field. You let he's him a running
1: back. He's not a quarterback. There's nothing. Well, but if with. he's
2: catching passes, if he's, you know, if they're asking him to do a lot of things, there's a lot to get comfortable with. Cause you got to know the entire playbook instead of, Hey, I'm going to hand you the ball and you run through that hole. So,
1: well, then it's even more idiotic. They drafted him then they had, well, a no one's
2: arguing that it wasn't. I'm just saying that this, okay. if I'm urban Meyer, this is probably my plan is that I'm um, I'm giving a few more carries to James Robinson so that ETN can get comfortable.
1: By the end of the season, I'll amend it. I'll say it's 55-45 in terms of the carry breakdown James Robson has. Travis etm was dominant at Clemson. He was the best running back of the country. Yeah. Uh, but you're worried about him having too much on his plate. Okay.
0: Well, it's, it's like Etienne was dominant. I've got an idea. Let's draft him in the first round and put him in a different position. Yeah, make Trevor Lawrence a wide receiver then. He's six eight. I mean, he'd be awesome at that job. I will but say it, this. Maybe touches,
2: maybe maybe not running back-wise, but if we just go overall touches, I could see it being 50-50 early on. Your
0: Harvin averaged seven carries per game. is going to have more touches than James Robinson. Seven, if he plays 17 games. That'd be 120 carries for Travis ETN. And Harvin averaged, they don't do targets on here. Get, are you looking at the projections? Get the projections. I have the projections up. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at I'm doing Percy Harvin. I'm prorating Percy Harvin's college numbers to the NFL. Remember, you maybe only play in 12 games or 11 games, I guess. 5.4 times 17. So 90. So if you do the, if you do this pro rate, it's kind of interesting. You're looking at like 120 carries and 85 catches, 90 catches, something in that range. That's kind of basically what Alvin Kamara had number numbers wise as a rookie. That's what I think you want Travis Etienne to be is Alvin Kamara 2.0. You don't oh, need to turn him into oh, Percy Harvin. Yes.
1: Absolutely. You'd much rather have Alvin Kamara than Percy Harvin.
0: Yeah, at the NFL level. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. Projections, by the way, over under 75 targets for Percy, for Percy Harvin, for Travis Etienne in the, in the sports line projections. It better be under.
2: Uh over
0: 96 yes projected Eat it, wilson projecting him for 134 carries eat it and james robinson projected for 202 carries i think i think that 150 carries is probably if urban meyer is not lying and i don't have any reason to believe that he's not a liar or that he wouldn't lie what either or um, maybe
2: he's not lying he is just misdirecting the truth
0: I think 150 okay. carries is probably the ceiling for Travis Etienne If we're, go- if urban is going to operate in the way that he's claims he is,
1: well, I said 55, 45 breakdown of carries between the two. I think it's probably more like 60, 40, but that's, but yeah, fair okay. enough. That's fine. Yeah. But it ain't going to be 75, 25. No,
0: I think ETN will be used in the backfield plenty, but he may be more of a receiving weapon than, than we can expect right now. They also have a lot of like kind of good guys to feed. Here's the other
1: thing. Yeah, Where's you have LaVisca Chenault, last year's second-round pick, who's awesome. They have Marvin Jones, who still has a few good years They left. signed
0: Marvin Jones in the offseason, a free agent.
1: They have DJ Shark. So, they, I mean, they have,
2: wh- where's he playing? Marvin Jones, uh, fun fact, just pulled off the cat team trifecta. Went from the Bengals to the Lions to the Jags. Cat
1: Meow. team trifecta. <laughs> uh,
0: how many people <laughs> have done this? trifecta? you know what? that? Is that every cat or the Panthers? The Panthers. Oh. That's all the cats.
2: The Panthers. I think that's all the cats. So you got to get them on the Panthers. Meow. Love it. Marvin Jones agent. Get your client on the Panthers after one year. In that is
0: such a John Breach thing. Yeah. It's the meaning, kind of things meaning. you can only
2: learn on the mailbag, though.
0: Yeah, that's that, true, too. That's true. Uh, I'm trying to make sure that there's not another cat in play here. I mean, I don't think there is. I mean, just making
2: a sure. A
1: bear is not a cat, right? Not anymore. Yeah. They- <laughs> I, I definitely it. looked it's for
2: the possible. bears, like, are the bears, a but, but yeah. our cooler, our Bud Light cooler is cat proof, it's all it's bear proof. Whoa whoa
0: whoa, 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 it does not say cat proof, it says bear proof. It's implied, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, one would think that if it's bear proof, it's probably <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so we have more questions. Oh, to no, you missed one, right Lion. That means, oh, he played for the, Lions. Played for the Lions, Lions, I already dummy? mentioned them, he just signed. <laughs> He was just on the Lions. That was, I was the trifecta. Like, He's like, I, oh, I, you I, missed the Lions, <laughs> idiots! I pulled a breath, and I thought I found something out. I wasn't paying attention. He was just on the Lions. So we have more questions. All right, we always have a bunch of questions. We don't have time to get to them right now. We'll get to them next week for next Monday's Mailbag. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Leave a five-star review if you have a mailbag question. For instance, you could ask Ryan Wilson, is a lion a cat? Yes, it is. A lion's a, a feline.
2: And, and God bless Fee anyone. Lion. God bless anyone that made it to the fun fact of the podcast, because it, we're an hour into this thing, but you were to so that made it worth it.
0: <laughs> Tweet at John Breach and list all the all the NFL Lion teams, and we'll get you all the NFL cat teams. We'll, oh, we'll see if we can get you some cool swag. Uh, for Breach and Wilson, I'm Brenton. We'll see you guys later.